Welcome to PowerCat Live. My name is Phil Toppers of the PowerCat team, and today I'm here with Sean Feeney, and we're going to talk. Whoa, 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 Phil, Phil, hold on, hold on. This is. I, I know there's a microphone in front of you, and yeah. and and it's muscle memory, but this is low code approach. I'm Sean Feeney, the host, and today I'm joined by Phil Topness of You're Power interviewing Cat me? Life. That's terrifying. I'm way too much of a control freak to allow that. I know. The tables have turned, and I'm super excited to have you on the podcast. We are talking about PowerCat and PowerCat Live. Hey, Phil, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm I'm excited to be here. I've been listening since you started. Ah, thanks. I really, you had some really, fantastic guests. Ah, thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I, you know, behind the scenes, everybody should know, I got a lot of great pointers from Phil in, in building this. He's been a huge help and inspiration oh, in making you. this show come to life. Killing it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so uh, enough wax and poetic about myself. Um, so uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's actually get to the topic at hand. We want to talk about PowerCat and PowerCat Live. So let's start off with, first off, what is PowerCat? And what is PowerCat? So PowerCat is more than just Microsoft's premier source of cat puns, or at least internally, we do a lot of cat puns. <laughs> They're amazing. Uh, our internal training site is the PowerCat University, for example. Um, but beyond that, we're part of the engineering team, so the team that builds Power Platform, and we work with the largest customers around the world, so like the top 2% of customers. And we we focus on a couple things, so engineering, building high-performing apps, but also the soft skills like admin and governance and nurture. And then we do a few things with that. First, we try to make our customers successful. Right? We're incredibly focused on that, but also to learn from the customers and get what we learn back into the platform. So it's better for everyone, and also, scale that through documents, through customer stories, through blogs, and through videos. Nice. Very, very cool. Speaking of videos, and it kind of harkens back to, to the opening, you mentioned PowerCat Live. What is PowerCat Live? I didn't just mention it. I screamed it into the <laughs> microphone. Yeah, so so PowerCat Live was something that uh, Sarpant, uh, the person that runs PowerCat, it was his vision. He's like, well, we need to get more video out there. We need to get some video out there. This was a couple of years ago now. And really the idea was, you know, we're solving all these very complex cutting edge problems for our customers. How do we, what's another way of sharing that out to the world? I, I'm very visual. I like video a lot. And so we thought, well, you know, we can start sharing some of those tips and tricks and workarounds in some cases. But also as part of what we do, we meet with the people, the PMs and engineers that are building the product, right? To solve these, you know, global scale problems for our customers. And why not share those conversations too, right? I mean, if, I know I would be interested in those, right? If I weren't weren't on the inside, and so it really gives us a vehicle for you know for kind of sharing to the world what's happening on the inside of Power Platform. And I think uh, I think you're missing one really great point. It doesn't just give you you know the 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 thoughts from from the thought leadership within Microsoft on this, but it explains in such an easily digestible way that. You can walk into and be like, well, this is new. I've never heard of this and walk back, at, you know, from watching the, the video and say like, oh, man, I get it. I see how this plugs into to, you know, how my organization would use it. It's it's awesome. It's really good content. I'm, I'm glad that means it's working. Yeah, the intent is to be a, a movie trailer, right? Like, yeah, enough enough so that you can pick it up and, and understand it without maybe fully teaching you how to use it. But enough to know see if it's relevant, how you can use it. Yeah, no, that is that makes perfect sense. So like. So as far as the org structure is concerned with with PowerCat in, in Microsoft, it's where it is, is that they sit under engineering. But you work with customers, too. How is that a thing? How is that a thing? The rumors are true. We do sit in the engineering org. And I mean, ultimately, our biggest customers have those have the hardest problems, right? Those are going to push the boundaries of the platform. And 
those problems require help from the people that know the platform best, right? The people that actually wrote the code. And so I think if PowerCat didn't exist, right, something like this would have to exist to build that connection between our customers and engineering. And so, you know, so that's what PowerCat's role is, is to give our customers a voice to engineering and engineering a voice to customers. And it doesn't mean we have all the answers. Sometimes our expertise is just being that connection. And sometimes it is coaching directly to our customers because we've learned from, you know, from the the biggest customers out there. And also it's really being the voice of all of our customers and helping the product managers shape the product they're building by learning from us and from our customers in aggregate. Do you do you think there's a skill in PowerCat to be able to translate customer mm. requirements back to engineering in terms and in in value proposition and business requirements that they understand how best to implement for the customer's favor? Or is that something that's just inherently known by engineering? They'll, they'll just get it immediately. A really good question. I think that is one of the important skills, right? Everyone on PowerCat is deeply experienced in the platform. You know, we do all the things like, you know, storytelling and all that. But even, you know, those that focus on storytelling all day, they're deeply, deeply experienced in the, in the platform. So I think that does give us a unique perspective to distill the problem and say, you know, the customer has this this large meaty problem that's preventing them, but we can distill it. This is the one thing that's blocking them and go back to engineering and say, can you give us an API? Can you give us a workaround? Can you, you know, what is that one thing that will unblock this larger problem? And we can really focus it and make the most of that time. Nice. So you mentioned storytelling too, and that's a, it's a one-way street from customer over to engineering. And then it, my job as a marketer is to tell a story back from engineering to the, to the customer base. But PowerCat also does do storytelling and, and help build messaging and awareness of a lot of the features and, and functions that are coming out with the product. Yeah. How does that work? How do you work with marketing to help generate the best story that makes the most sense to our customers and is most valuable to customers? Yeah, and I think the storytelling aspect of PowerCat is one of those things that even if it wasn't part of our charter, right, there would be no way to stop us, right? We go to battle with our customers, right? We have, we share battle scars. And then at the end, when we're successful, we celebrate it internal to, internally to the team, with the leadership. And you know, many of those stories, people who are listening to this have never heard, right? Because we're talking about them inside. And that way we can be brutally honest around what worked and what didn't work and what we should learn from it. But the external stories, right, are things that we do with marketing, as you know, right? Bringing our customer connections and helping say, here's a story that meets this goal that we have or, or about a new feature we want to talk about. And then we do some on our own as well. And so we can really focus on kind of what we think our customers need to hear and focus on new features or or difficult problems or difficult architectures and, and really kind of dive into that. And so it is kind of two-pronged. Nice. So is there are there any commonalities or traits with customers using low code that you find maximizes the use of low code in your organization? Is it like a, a, a mindset or a governance strategy? Something that you see is like, uh, it's not like a, you know, a one solution fixes all, but just a, a commonality of like, hey, we want to do X. And if you have X, you have a greater chance of succeeding. Uh, I think there's, yeah, this is, I'll try not to get on my soapbox too much, but there's, <laughs> there is, there's definitely something clear from those that succeed in the low code approach. Do you ring a bell or something every time we say that? Oh, I no? should. That's you should. Okay. Brilliant. Ding. The <laughs> yeah. low-code approach. And those and those that don't. And the really the one thing, and this isn't an easy thing to fix, but the the one thing that really is kind of the the red flag when we're starting on a project is do they have an executive sponsor with a clear vision? 
there's there is this perspective out there, and I, I mean, you know, we may be partly to blame that you know you just turn this on, citizen developers go crazy, and you have uh, you know success, and you can have organic success like that. It takes much longer, but really, someone in leadership that has a clear vision and can sponsor it, it does such a it's such an amazing difference in the success we see. Is there and 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 I think this is an uh, absolutely amazing topic actually about uh, leadership vision and implementation of that vision being a, a differentiator between successful and maybe a little bit longer to success. How how does PowerCat help organizations define or implement that vision? Yeah, so we help with both and we do that along with a group called the Customer Success Unit, right? So those are kind of our partners in prime when we go out and work with customers. And that's kind of part of the two-pronged, like I mentioned, like it's technical and it's also soft skills. That's part of the soft skills approach, right? Is we need to understand their vision so that we can help them achieve it. And if they don't have it, then we have workshops and other tools to help them define it. But we can only help them define it, right? We can't give it to them, right? It has to be owned within the organization. And really, it, it has to be defined by someone that can really make decisions for moving people around, right? Because this does take manpower, person power to implement and and administer and has to be someone that can actually help foster the success and celebrate it uh, so that it continues. Nice. So uh, I'll, I'll ask, could be a really silly question. Like the purpose of this podcast is to go over high level thought leadership type of content. PowerCat Live goes over more technical content. When Power, when, when PowerCat, or sorry, PowerCat Live, but when PowerCat's working with organizations, do you see a greater hurdle on the technical side, <clears throat> any like technical drawbacks to, to get them to understand, or is it the thought leadership side that maybe needs more help? I mean, the technical problems, I think for for us and for the customer often, they're easier, right? Because they have a more definite outcome, right? <laughs> because we, we can reach out to the people that know the problem deeply and can give us a workaround or a way forward or a path to a roadmap that will fix it. It's the organization and this and the other problems, they're so much harder. They're so much more intractable because a lot of them are deeply rooted in organizations, culture and elsewhere or or competing values between parts of the organization. They're much more challenging. So basically, like when you're coming up with these plans, you kick half the people out of the room to, to come up with something solid before before bringing them back in, right? And we and we try to actually, we do try to talk to them independently and then bring oh, nice. them together, like ask the executive what their vision is and then try to see what the rest of the team believes that vision is and try to make those connections to see like, you know, well, there might be a problem here. In fact, there's a study that I just recently uh, saw. They studied a bunch of executives and they said, they asked the executives what they thought their skill level was in doing envisioning and communicating a vision. And they asked their teams, there was a huge gap between what their teams believed their leadership's ability was in communicating a vision than there actually was. Interesting. Very, very interesting. That's 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 funny. That's very funny. So we, we've talked a lot about PowerCat helping organizations. What can others learn from PowerCat's experiences? How can they actually, you know, see that and 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 interact with it and do stuff with it? Yeah, you know, one of the things we pride ourselves on PowerCat is we give it to you straight, right? Something doesn't work on the platform. We're going to tell you. If there's a workaround. We're going to provide that. We are. We're not there to sell, right? We're not measured on how much of any one particular feature you use. We're there to make customers successful. Period. Right. And I think you know we talked about like you know we sometimes get pulled into the internal politics of our customers, and you know that is one thing that you know would love to be able to 
copy and paste, you know, everywhere, right, is is that open and honest perspective, right? Both ways within the customer and within Microsoft and with the customer and Microsoft, right? The platform isn't perfect, right? But it's clearly revolutionized the way the business built, you know, business world builds apps. And by having that honesty and that kind of that straightforward approach, that's that's like how we succeed together, right? It, it's got to be that way. Completely agree. I think it really shortens the cycles to success through honesty and, and, and product truth. Uh, I think that's that is definitely important. So PowerCat Live does a lot, right? Putting out videos, great videos all the time. What's next? Like, can you give us a sneak peek at, at, at some of the great stuff that's coming out for uh, for PowerCat Live? Yeah, so the, the focus, and so as we talked about, like the PowerCat Live was intended to be like, you know, 200 to 300 level, more advanced topics for architects and IT leaders. And so a lot of that is PM interviews talking about features and roadmaps. We had some amazing interviews with uh, Charles Lamont and Ryan, Ryan Cunningham on how to structure your organization, how to prepare for where Microsoft is going. And that's kind of the where we're headed next is more of that IT leader content. It's We pretty commonly see that Often the person who is the sponsor or leading digital transformation with Power Platform, there's someone in IT. And these are change projects, they're not technology projects. And so I'm looking for ways to get some of the tools of leading change in an IT context, in a low code context out there. And I've got some interviews with large customers that have done it, talking about what they wish they would have known on day zero, mistakes that others should avoid, how they realized they needed to hire a new person to take care of adoption or something like that. And so that's kind of, you know, that's kind of the some of the upcoming content that I'm really excited to get out there. Very cool. Yeah, very interesting, very timely. I uh, I was lucky enough to do a uh, interview, a podcast with Angeliki Katsiavu, who did a great talk about uh, change management uh, and the importance of it and uh, really good questions and, and discussion around the community with that. So definitely needed. And I'm super excited to see what comes out of that on the PowerCat Live end. Yeah, it's it. the content is terrific. And I can't, I'm, we're editing it right now. Oh, fantastic. Oh, sick. Okay, so if you are listening to this podcast, it is either on its way shortly or it's already out there. Regardless of the fact, highly recommend go on YouTube, take a look at PowerCat Live see phil you hear his voice you get to see him and all his wonderful guests that he have on has on the show and in the amazing content that's on there if you'd like to see uh any video content from phil or myself please leave a comment we'd love to hear your thoughts on on anything you'd like to see in the upcoming future hey phil thank you so much for joining i really appreciate powercat live and powercat are very huge components of the power platform family and making it successful and i love having you on to talk about it and thanks for having me here sean i didn't know we're part of the same family what are we cousins we uh well i i'm expecting a birthday present from you at some point (laughs) okay that's good that's fair i mean we are family uh so thanks phil bye sean